Cornwall Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty. 12 sections, 1 designation. Hello, welcome to the Cornwall AMB podcast. In this week's episode, we are going to be speaking to the new chairperson of the Cornwall AMB Trust. Cornwall AMB is a partnership organisation and we've got 20 partners. Um, but alongside our organisation, we also have the Cornwall AMB Trust. It's a CIO, a charitable incorporated organisation. Um, and essentially, this independent charity's values are aligned with the Cornwall AMB. And this week, we're going to be learning more about the trust and what it does. So I hope you enjoy listening. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, um, I was wondering if, um, to start off, you could tell our listeners um, just a little bit about the Cornwall AOMB Trust. Yes. Hi. Um, the Cornwall AOMB Trust was set up as a charitable trust between 2015 and 17, mm-hmm. and it has four obje- four objectives, which are to promote the conservation, protection, and enhancement of mm-hmm. the AOMB landscape support the social and economic well-being of local communities, increase education in and around the Cornwall AONB of the special qualities of the landscape, including nature, heritage and cultural features for the benefit of the public, Mm -hmm. and support positive management of the AONB by gaining support, finding funds and supporting projects. Brilliant. Um, Thank you. So it's not been running very long, the trust, um, I guess. Were you at all affected by COVID? Yes, the trust was affected by COVID and had to be mothballed for a year. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it was a worry, but it also presented an opportunity whereby the trust could start to rewrite its business plan. I can say a bit more about that later. Yeah. And also get involved in an NEIRF funded project through DEFRA, Mm -hmm. um, researching into how um, businesses can invest into Cornwall's landscape. Oh, fantastic. And um, about about the trust, how, how many trustees are engaged with the trust at the moment? There are four trustees mm-hmm. and two ex-officio trustees who represent the AOMB units. Oh, okay. Um, there is extensive trustee experience in different industries, including mining, waste, tourism, working with SMEs, finance and environmental management. Sounds like a pretty uh, pretty knowledgeable bunch. Yes, yeah, knowledgeable and also going to be looking for new trustees over the year. Oh, brilliant. Okay, that's exciting. Um, so I know you're the new chair of the AOMB Trust, um, so it'd be lovely to sort of hear a little bit more about your background um, and I guess why you've taken up the mantle of, of chairperson of the Trust. Oh, okay. Um, I started off my career training and working in psychology and psychotherapy. When I moved from London to Cornwall nearly 10 years ago, I heard about the One Planet MBA at Exeter University and applied with the intention of qualifying as a business psychologist. Okay. I became so drawn into the sustainability, CSR and environmental management world after that, I continued working in the area. Mm-hmm. I've been sustainability manager for a family-run business in Cornwall, which includes running St Michael's Mount, holiday cottages and agricultural land for the last five years, installing environmental management systems across yeah. different businesses. Um, have also completed sustainability research projects mm-hmm. and been a trustee of CA, CAONB for the last four years. Wow. 
Um, I'm applying for membership of the International Environmental Management Association this year as continuing CPD. And what will what will that give you? Um, that continued men- membership uh, or. It's um, with the Environmental um, International Environmental Management Association. It's a professional organisation which brings together consultants, researchers, and they try to influence policy and governance at different levels um, nationally and um, also have connections internationally. So it's um, a qualification which sort of brings together your, your professional experience mm-hmm. and um, connects you to people that are also wanting to influence policy in those areas. Oh, brilliant. And do you see that um, as being beneficial to the trust, I guess, that, that qualification? Yes, well, um, the trust is, um, gives me the opportunity to also gain, continue to gain the experience necessary to apply for membership. Yes. And um, hopefully I can bring some of that back to the trust to um, keep up to date with best practice, mm-hmm. compliance and all of those other really important areas in environmental management. Brilliant. Um, I also know um, that you're into yoga. Yes. Yes. Um, do you um, do you have sort of any any favourite places to to practice within the AMB? Oh well, um, I know that yoga on the beach in St Ives is always really popular. Yeah. I've never actually been to that particular yoga session. Yeah. Um, I think uh, as I live in Truro. Um, it's not strictly speaking within the AUNB, but have access to so many different areas of the AUNB, mm-hmm. also where there are yoga teachers or yeah. um, people holding yoga events. So that's a way to sort of also travel around the AUNB. I thought that was a little known fact, perhaps not with your friends, but more so with the with the trustees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to ask sort of what the aspirations for the charity are this year. <clears throat> Um, Well, the charity is finalising its business plan for the next five years, Mm -hmm. which includes encouraging businesses to invest in a protected landscape through their sustainability and CSR initiatives, Mm -hmm. particularly in nature-based solutions. Okay. Um, This is ongoing work with the AOMB unit and it's guided by the management plan. Um, the AOMB Trust is always looking for new ELF projects to support and continue to expand its network throughout Cornwall. Mm-hmm. Over the year, we're also going to be looking for new trustees. And raising awareness of who the Trust is and what it does is a key objective for the year. There are two very exciting projects that the Trust is partnering with the AOMB unit to do this. Uh-huh. 12 Stories for 12 Sections, which is a fantastic project bringing, bringing together 12 authors writing short stories about the 12 sections of the AOMB. The Trust is supporting this project and going to be supporting the promotion of the stories and the 12 sections of the AOMB. Okay. I was a guide for one of the authors for Section A. Oh, were you? What? So what did that actually involve? We were communicating by email about potential ideas for the story Mm -hmm. and then we planned a route and we walked around the route talking and also meeting other people that were had different um, stories to tell about the area. Oh lovely. And then we carried on with the communication afterwards and tried to source some interesting um, Cornish uh, documents. Oh, really? So there was sort of a uh, kind of a because I know they're fictional stories, aren't there? But there was a historical element to that one. Yes, they. It was a, a fictional story, but wanting to include as much of the uh, history and um, um, 
writing of Cornwall in that particular area to get background. Oh, fantastic. And that was um, South Coast Western, wasn't South it? Coast Western, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's quite a large area, isn't it? Because it spans right from the Lizard through down to Mara's Iron, actually. Yes, that was also one of my fra- favourite runs when I was living in the area oh, really? to go from Mara's Iron towards Pra Sands. Oh, wow. But South Coast Western goes even further all, all around to the Lizard. Yeah, fantastic. And there's a second project, isn't there, that the Trust is working with the A&B unit on? Yes, Be Mindful, where the Trust is working with the unit to create mindful spaces within different sections of the CAONB. Each space is going to have a link to pollinators, an information board and an area to sit and reflect in nature. Fantastic. new to chairperson of the trust um, and I just wanted to ask really what what made you apply to be chairperson? Um, I applied to the chairperson role at the trust as it's such a great opportunity to work at the intersection of environmental management and CSR also because Cornwall is so forward-thinking in sustainability Mm -hmm. and there are many different people and businesses to engage with here that are aligned with the CAONB values. Yeah, wonderful. And, And in terms of CSR, is that something that you're particularly interested in? Yes, so the MBA I completed a few years ago was uh, particularly focused on sustainability and ethical business and it really um, taught me how to think about business through a CSR and sustainability lens first of all rather than as a secondary afterthought. Um, so we've talked really positively, I guess, about the trust, but um, with anything, I guess there are challenges. So what challenges do you foresee for the trust, I guess, for this this year and maybe beyond? Um, keeping sustainability and particularly biodiversity and protecting the land on people's agendas. Mm-hmm. There's been so much progress made with this generally over the last five years. It is important for organisations such as the CAOMB Trust to continue this. Yeah communicating to people how people, place, nature and climate are connected and how they can enjoy and contribute to AOMB areas, whether they live locally to one or are visiting. Mm -hmm. Nationally protected areas are changing all the time, materially and in the governance around them, and the Trust is challenged to adapt to these changes over time. Yeah, it's it's going to be quite tough, I think, but exciting, definitely exciting. Yeah, with every challenge is an opportunity. Uh, which is great because that kind of leads me on to my next question which is where would you personally or what would you personally like to see the trust achieve maybe over the next five years? Um, To summarise I would like to see the trust attracting increasing business support for nature-based solutions Uh within the CAOMB landscape and to lead or be a part of projects that successfully raise the profile of the AOMB within Cornwall and more widely and to continue growing the expertise in different areas. And I guess that leads me on to um, how could people, you know, how could people support, other than just to donate to the Trust, what sort of, uh, what else can they do? Um, Be involved in any of the AOMB events. There are some really interesting and fun events through the year. Mm -hmm. An example from last year was the Art in the Landscape and the Beast of Bodmin poetry reading by Pascal Petit on the moor. Yes. And it was a well-attended event and it was so atmospheric to hear the the poem as it was being read sort of on on the moor and about the moor. 
just um, making contacts, attending events, mm -hmm. it's a, a really good way to support the Trust. We actually played the poem being read um, in English. I don't think we've played it in Cornish yet on the mm -hmm. podcast, but um, it's wonderful actually. I think if you were to go out on the moor and listen to it again, it would be yeah, quite something, wouldn't it? Yes, well, the language in, in English really captures the moor so well yeah. and all of um, the different um, aspects of the moor. And so to hear it in Cornish would be would be another experience yeah, as well. Definitely. Um, so I I know from looking at um, the trust that you have um, an e ELF or ELF grant scheme. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, the um, Environmental Landscape Fund has been set up to enable local organisations, communities, individuals and businesses to deliver projects that support the policies, aims and objectives of the Cornwall Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty. Yeah. And grants of up to £500 are provided to either help small scale projects or to contribute to projects that have already started. Mm -hmm and they deliver on one or more aims of the management plan uh -huh. and may also relate to the themes of people, place, nature and climate. And where, um, sort of, how many ELF grants are you um, distributing at the moment? Because I, I understand that there were, it, when we were mothballed, it, there, were much, there was much less going on, so... Yeah, the amounts per year vary between mm -hmm. sort of four and eight. Yes. Um, but that doesn't mean to say that if eight have been granted in a year, the, um, an organisation or project can't apply. So it's really done on a project by project basis, but uh, the, the fund is definitely up and, and going again. That's wonderful to know. And um, yeah, so just if anyone wants to apply, there's, there's more information, isn't there, on the website and we'll link to that later on. Yes. Um, do you have a favourite project that's come through? I, I mean, probably you shouldn't have any favourites, but um, yeah, is there one that you could, um, you could highlight? Well, the one that I remember most vividly from last year was the Pamboa Flower Farm project, which is a small scale farming initiative growing a diverse range of flowers, cut flowers, shrubs and herbs, mm -hmm. supporting nature recovery and increasing pollinator habitats. And the reason I remember it is a story around um, what the ELF grant money went towards. Oh, right. Yeah, so um, when looking around the farm, um, uh, another trustee and myself were shown two beehives which the oh. grant had gone towards. And um, we were told how the hives had been installed in the winter and then the wait started to see if any bees would arrive. Yes. And in the summer, one evening, a swarm of bees was heard flying through the trees on the side of the farm. Wow. And the swarm found its way to the hives and have stayed there since. So the hives weren't, they didn't come pre-populated? No. Oh, okay. And that's why it was my favourite project, oh. because it's such a lovely story of creating the best conditions and waiting for nature to approach you. And also, we need to encourage more wild bees to stay in Cornwall. Oh, fantastic. I I didn't know that. What a wonderful story. I, I thought you would have to populate or put the queen in and, and you'd have to populate it yourself. Then. Yeah, no, the hives were left empty and they could be empty now, but yeah. um, the wild swarm somehow knew they were there and found its way there. That's magic. <laughs> um, in terms of the ELF grants, what's, um, what's the sort of, I don't want to go into it too much, but what's the grant parameter that you can apply for? Um... The parameters for applying for an ELF grant are essentially that the project's in Cornwall, mm -hmm. that it somehow supports nature mm -hmm. or is looking to add to nature. Mm -hmm. 
and that it um, is sort of uh, that it's possible to write an application describing what the project is and what it's trying to achieve and there's a sort of contact that that then can sort of have a further conversation about it. Fantastic and they're up to £500 I think is that right? Yes. Wonderful. Um, So I guess this is um, we've been talking a lot about the trust and the brilliant work that you've been doing and and aspirations and and objectives for the trust going forward but if um, anyone wanted to donate to the trust what would be one of the key reasons um, that you would encourage them to do so well it's a charity with so much potential and the networks to deliver that potential and working more closely with the unit to deliver on the management plan means people can see where their money is going and very specific actions taken to protect or add to the different areas of the AUMB. There are also events that I mentioned throughout the year to get involved with and the more funds raised, the more that can be done to engage people and also encourage access to the landscape. That's so important, isn't it, for people to get out into nature as much as possible? Yes, yeah, I think if there's one thing that, um, you know, lockdown showed around Mm. the benefits of being in nature and and how much people really want to be in nature and hopefully the AOMB unit and trust can continue that work of... um, um, helping people get to the landscape. Absolutely, um, and events like Beast, I think you're you're absolutely right. That just um, it was using different forms of art, wasn't it, to to um, connect people with nature. Very special. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that brings me on to um, my um, final question. Uh, what's your favourite section of Cornwall A and B, and why? Oh, well, I grew up in West Cornwall, and that's the area of the Cornwall AOMB I have most memories of, mm-hmm. along with Godrevy to Portreef and South Coast Western. Yes. Um, the beautiful beaches and walks there are very special. Yeah. Since moving to Truro, I've been going to Section 5, St Agnes, uh-huh. and Section 9, South Coast Central Moor, and there are many wonderful places to visit and interesting businesses to connect with. Over the last couple of years, I've visited areas 3, 4, 10 and 12 for some fantastic events like we've been talking about. So my goal for this year is to visit 1, 2 and 11. Okay. (laughs) But having said all that, um, I have to say that I'm lulled West Penwith. Yeah. So that'll be my answer. Brilliant. Thank you, Hugh. It's been really lovely speaking to you. Thank you. listening to the Cornwall AMB podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening um, to Hugh and finding more about the Cornwall AMB Trust. If you'd like to find out more, um, including donating or the ELF grants or perhaps becoming a business supporter, you can find out more by visiting cornwall-aonb.gov.uk and clicking on our charity. Thank you ever so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and I look forward to seeing you next time. Cornwall Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty. 12 sections, 1 designation.